Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Pack filler. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, home to every bad, dumb ass who's ever straddled a top tube. You can be a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, or dumb old email at info at packfiller.com. Listen while working, training, or just sitting and sipping a cold one. And now your hosts, Pat Bulger and Mark Hodgson. Holy crap, it's cold. Single digits here right now. My comfort food mode has made taken over somehow. It's your favorite podcast with a remake of Buddy the Elf. It's the Pack Filler Podcast all by myself. <laughs> I'm so lonely. In the Packfiller Studios, I am Pat Bolger. Hey, welcome to the freaking coldest episode of the Packfiller Podcast I think we've ever had on record. Not only is it really, literally, single digits outside, but um, over the, overnight, the, the furnace has decided to go out, so it is rapidly dropping in temperature here in the studios. In fact, um, if I touch the computer, it is it is literally cold to the touch. So um, if you hear some rattling, that's my teeth or that's the space heater working in the background trying to keep everything going. Maybe that's why Mark doesn't want to hang by. There's a lot of money in podcasting, everybody. Try it out. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks to the Sufferfest. Remember the tour of Sufferlandria coming up January 25th to the February 2nd. It's going to be truly evil. And I have actually been put on a Facebook page for uh, people planning Sufferlandrian knighthood. Okay, if you don't know what that is, 10 videos back to back. This is a Facebook group for the, for the people who want to actually prepare themselves to do this. So 
they put me in this group. I think I can't remember exactly who. I think it was Buzz or one of the guys who was in charge of this and put this whole thing together. And so now I am um, committed basically to this group because they say if you're going to be in the group, you can't be just kind of a poacher and listen and and live vicariously through other people's suffering. You actually have to be uh, planning your own knighthood attempt. So I'm uh, very likely going to be dropping out of a Facebook group here soon. <laughs> Ten videos back to back. If you, I just, just so for those of you who are still living in a in a tunnel or in your mother's basement and don't understand, this is over basically eleven hours. You've got ten minutes in between each video to recover, get as much food into your system as possible, and try to survive. Um, and you know, probably change shorts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, you, and then you got to hit another one. And these are not easy videos. These are these are full on interval type of workouts that are quite brutal. So ten of them in a row. That each video is around or just over an hour. So you do that math, and and you're you're talking a long day with that ten minutes in between. You're talking probably a twelve hour day, all on the trainer in your torture chamber. Um, so I'm having to try and figure out when to make that happen. Uh, probably after the tour of Sufferlandry, I figure I could get ready a little bit between now and January 25th, do the tour of Sufferlandry with, they've got Davis Finney, they've got Connie Carpenter Finney, all, all involved. It's going to be a hell of a deal. All kinds of gifts they're giving out. Check out their website, go through our website, packfiller.com and hit that clink and the clink. <laughs> I'm cold already. My brain's freezing. The link and uh, get on over to Sufferfest and see what's going on. All kinds of great stuff that they're doing there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So get involved with that one. Also, thanks to Road ID. Uh, get it on. Get it dialed in. The last thing you want is a frozen corpse lying in a ditch. You want to be able to identify things so people can get taken care of you. Packfiller.com has a Road ID link. Be sure and click on that. And finally, thanks to our friend Glenn Copas and Elephant Bicycles, home of the great art of steel, road, mountain, and commuter bicycles. I am still loving my cross bike. I'm not getting out on it. I'm not racing on it as much as I'd like to, mainly because it's freaking freezing here. But boy, it, it, is, it is a fun bike still to ride. It's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, Glenn is a true artisan and uh haven't built your dream bike folks don't believe that uh you can't have an absolutely beautiful rolling work of steel and glenn is the guy who can do that for you elephantbikes.com is the website for glenn speaking of racing uh, i made the 20th start line pat myself on the back time that's right Good boy. Okay, yeah, it was a fun run. It was a turkey trot fun run on Thanksgiving. But you know what? Screw you. I made it. It's a small victory. I'm bragging. People have podcasts either to stroke their huge egos or um, to find friends. Um, I am. I made my 20th start line. So come be my friends. Um, as for the 20 pounds goal that I set for myself in January of last year. So anyway, the show is um, going to be. An interesting one. It's another all-by-myself show. As you can see, we don't have Mark to yell out pack filler or provide his witty banter off to the side. I'm here all by myself in the studio, but not really. Not really, because um, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Uh, for those of you who have been paying attention to social media or all of the online cycling publications, you know the tale of Dan Richter and Cafe Roubaix Bicycle Studio in Calgary. Um, Dan... I was able to record this interview last night. Uh, I got Dan on Skype and was able to talk to him about what's going on between him and specialized bicycles. And you can make the judgment whether it is bullying a little guy or whether it is 
just a simple mistake. We'll have to see what happens and has things transpire. Also on the line, fortunate enough, I am able to have Frank Strack of Velomanati.com. If you don't know of the rules, you're breaking them. Uh, so Frank has been on the show a couple times before. It's always awesome to have Frank on. He was able to, we were able to get him on about 10 minutes into the interview and have a really good talk with both of those guys. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my pie hole. I'm going to splice this interview in, and then I'm going to go find a blanket and wait for the heater repair guy to come here. Or I'll just hop on the stationary bike and pedal and, because it's, it's always nicer when it's cooler when you're riding, right? No, screw that. I'm going to go get a hot cup of coffee and a big, fat-ass pastry. Interview time on the Pack Filler Podcast. For our listeners who don't know what's going on, I've, I've got Dan Richter. Richter, correct? Am I pronouncing you correctly? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, awesome. Owner of Cafe Roubaix Bicycles, uh, Bicycle Studio in Calgary. Recently, This guy recently received a letter from lawyers uh, representing specialized bicycles, demanding that he change his business's name because the bicycle company owns Apparently, the word Roubaix, a model of, the comp- model of their company's lines. And um, since then, I have found out from, from friends from all over the place, from online, this has become a huge issue that's, that's going on right now. And um, it has become, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a war on Roubaix. And, um, and Dan, can you take us through this, this experience you've been through up to this point? Uh-huh. The best uh, you can. It's been surreal. I mean, uh, we we opened up back in March. Of course, we had the name picked out long before then uh, because, um, you know, I started to get um, the rims because I I did brand the rims under the same name as well for the wheels that I was building. And, uh, you know, we did everything, everything except for check. Uh, checking uh, uh, the trade trademark database. Why? Because it's Roubaix. It's a, it is it is everywhere in the cycling industry. Uh, it's on multiple companies on on many many products. So I didn't even think of it to be honest. Um, I mean, of course, I was aware that Specialized had a Roubaix, just as uh, aware as Veloflex's tire, as uh, <laughs> Challenge uh, Challenges tire, as uh, you know. Another bicycle, Fuji. Um, I was aware of that from the old days. They've had that one for years. So, so, you know, and anyways, so we opened up um, and, you know, it's a huge step when, when you head into business like that and uh, you're dumping your life savings into it because you're going you're gonna to do it on as best you can on your own. Yeah. And um, so, so we'd been... Uh, had a pretty pretty good summer. We really got really, uh, uh, you know, I continued, you know, an online presence, and I had some some success. Every every month, I was selling about two or three wheel sets that were leaving um, leaving the province. Right, they were leaving the, the greater Calgary area. I had more wheels, you know, in the U.S. than I did in Canada, and I was okay with that because it was a sale. It was getting my name out. Um, it was, uh, you know really select individuals that were choosing to buy from me. And I was, I was cool with that. In comes around the end of summer in September, uh, early September from what I remember now. And we get this letter via email um, from, from the law, the, the law firm and specializes law firm. And, uh, and um, at first I was a shock. I was shocked. 
and yeah. gutted. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. And then, and then pretty angry, <laughs> but we went to you know, right away. I was lucky. Uh, we were part of the tour of Alberta. Uh, we were uh, part of the Finnish festival for that. It was an outstanding experience, but one of the lead organizers, uh, for the social side of the, of the stage race was uh, a lawyer. And, uh, so I contacted him right away. He runs a grand fondo up here. Um, and uh, so we contacted him, said, this is my issue, uh, make some suggestions. And uh, so he got me on to uh, one lawyer who then got me on to uh, uh, Luann Morrow, our, our, our lawyer out of Calgary. And she's a, you know, I mean, she's a top, top-notch uh, intellectual property lawyer. And, uh, yeah, so we batted uh, this, we, you know, we, you know, we, we let them know that, yeah, we've got uh, legal representation, talk through, talk through my lawyer. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and I, I, you know, at this, of course, this had taken about uh, a week to 10 days to, to, to get the right lawyer. And during that time, of course, uh, my wife and I, Rita, who's my, you know, main business partner and supporter in life, we, uh, we started a, a flurry of research online, links, products, names, I, I was going into anything that remotely had to do with cycling and Roubaix, you know, uh, you know, you know, backwoods, you know, wildcat racing, everything I could, I could find, uh, and I would make a link to it. And we, we put this package together for the lawyer to forward on. And it, it was the basis, uh, for the most part of our, of our response. Um, and of course, by then I had gotten myself familiar with the, trademark databasing on the Canadian <laughs> government and took a look, you know, took a look at that. And okay, they had it since 2007. And, but, uh, basically in, in the initial, in the initial phases, my, my lawyer was very supportive. She goes, you know, this, you know, it's not a very strong, uh, mark, um, the way it, and she had nothing that she had no experience with the cycling industry at all. Uh, so she was a quick, quick study and, 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 you know, I actually sent her a link to uh, uh, to a bunch of the videos that are on YouTube to get an idea, you know, that it's it's cultural. It's it's not just it's I mean it's it's the essence of professional cycling, uh, and uh, so every time we their their response was always very hard line. Her words were arrogant, wow. uh, very, uh, not, not, not demeaning, but yeah. definitely, yeah, very, arrogant is the, the word that comes to mind, um, to be honest. And, and it was, so every step of the way in the negotiations up to about 10, 10 to 14 days ago, uh, when we had our last conversation, our, our last interaction with, uh, we sent them their, our last bit of compromise. But along the way, we compromised everything. Everybody in the social media is going, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? We went through all those steps. Oh, we, of course. We're, we, all, we, we're all professionals when it comes to not actually doing what you're going through. <laughs> we're all pros at it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so, you know, we went along. And, you know, I, you know um, ultimate, ultimately, uh, I let, um, my biggest line in the sand was, look, I understand they might be upset that I'm branding wheels, um, 
uh, Frank, when he if he gets on here, may may, de- may describe some of the issues I had in R and D with some original branding. Um, uh, nothing, nothing trademark, no trademark issues, just recognition. And um, uh, we uh, decided that you know, okay, I, I'm willing to find a new name for my hard goods, and uh, but I want to keep the name of the of the uh, shop. Everything related to the shop, so you know your typical shop paraphernalia, T-shirts, uh, club jerseys, shop jerseys. You know, if I wanted to sell a coffee cup at Christmas time, it could have my logo on it. And we we thought that that was you know being pretty uh, a, a pretty good compromise. We you know, and we left it open. We were very you know very open. If they decided to come forward with something that would um, you know would be agreeable, we, we you know we we would have probably jumped at it but uh in the end they just the final point was is that uh you know the message was dan if we don't you know stop we're going to get sued and then wow. and then of course during this we're going through the numbers uh, and uh needless to say the number that was coming up was you know uh you know from 150,000 up wow okay you know and uh yeah i yeah that's what I've got invested in my business. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't going to, that, that just, you know, we were ready to capitulate at that point. And then, um, uh, I got a call from, uh, a blog, uh, reporter editor from the Calgary Herald. He, uh, he said a little birdie told him that you're, I'm, ha- you know, asked about the issues. Of course I said, well, let me talk, <laughs> let me talk to my lawyer. Uh, I talked to Luann and uh, via some emails, and um, and then of course Friday morning I granted an interview to Tom from the Calgary Herald there, yeah. and uh, they sent out a photographer, and you know I said okay great, this this will get a little bit of play locally, maybe nationally because it's uh, big S, and yeah. uh, you know it, it it may hit. I assumed, I thought, well, it might hit something like Bicycle Retailer in the USA, maybe some of the smaller websites. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, Oops. man. Oops. Well, yes, exactly. The, 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 the hilarious thing is, is that right now my, 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 my lawyer's kind of got the weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, the last message I got from her is that she'd be on limited uh Limited email access. Yeah. So I have no idea if she knows what's going on. Oh, it, God. Uh, it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, so that's where it sits. Dan, and, give, me, give me a second. I do have Frank, and I'm going to try and add him on here. I've never been able to do this on the trip, triple calls. Are you still there? You're still there, Dan? Oh. Hello? There he is. Do I have everybody? You've got us. Oh, my God. Technology is brilliant. <laughs> I'm but not as dumb as I look. Oh. That's Good to why hear I, you, Frog. <laughs> yeah, you too, man. I'm the perfect face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Frog, you first of all, for the listeners who are just coming into this, I don't believe in editing, by the way. I believe every mistake is on purpose. So um, here's what we're doing: is uh, uh, Frog, we we you know we had a couple little miss missteps in terms of our timing and we got we have Frank from Velaminati on the line. We also have Dan from Cafe Roubaix 
bicycle studio on the line. Um, Frank, to get you up to speed, Dan was giving us kind of a background of what's been going on about how this whole deal, this whole episode dealing with Specialized, claiming apparently they own a small town in France and a velodrome and all these types of things that are, that are coming down on him and receiving some of these... This Dan, I think you said it best. You said the lawyer was was not necessarily condescending, but very strong in their stylings. Arrogant. Arrogant. Okay. <laughs> Arrogant. Okay. And I've never heard a Canadian use that word before. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Frank, you brought me you brought me onto this story. I mean, I I I like to think. You were you kind of you guys were pretty pretty quick on it over there, and um, and the attention of it has has definitely blown up. I mean, um, Dan was just saying his his lawyer's been gone for the weekend, and and is probably about to get a holy shit moment when when the uh, when everything comes down in the morning on Monday. <laughs> so, uh, Frank, what what struck you about it as somebody who is involved in the industry and you know probably has friends who are on specialized bikes and and how do you i mean what do you think about all this well um i think i think it's complicated you know i i run a website that has a bunch of ip involved with it um and it's ip that people have a tendency to freely use without permission um oftentimes to try to make money on um and so it's you know i can see specialized perspective from the standpoint that they're trying to protect something that they're invested in. Um, I think, you know, where, where they're really completely, just completely crazy is the idea that they somehow own this trademark Roubaix um, and the notion that somehow Dan and his business are infringing on that trademark, even if they do own it. Um, you know, the, this is obviously like the most sacred, we're one of the most sacred words in cycling folklore, Um and it's incredibly disrespectful, not not just to Dan and what he's been through, but to cycling in general to to try to lay claim on something like that. So it's it's uh, you know I can see from one standpoint why they might take this position, but I also think it's completely insane. And I I, I hope that the the people who run the organization um, are going to be sitting in a conference room tomorrow um, and saying, "Wow, we really." made a mistake here and let's uh let's back down and try to make this right dan do you see anything i mean through your research i can think of multiple products that are based upon multiple products and, and businesses based upon names within the industry i mean i i think i jokingly said why don't you call it to you know to rename the the company to track to uh cafe madone and see what happens because you know i, I wonder if trek's <laughs> going to get pissed about this is there a huge list of i mean asos makes a rube short do they not absolutely and uh which what's, what's funny about it is that is that there's there's two other marks that use the term rube and because they're listed under fabrics, they, it, <laughs> fabrics for for sporting goods, and uh, one is Thermo Roubaix and the other is Super Roubaix, uh, all one word, um, and uh, both of them, um, yeah, both of them are held by uh, I, I'm not sure if it's the same Italian company or, or different Italian companies, but it belonged to an Italian co- Italian fabrics company, and I'm like, I explained to my lawyer that those were um, those were materials used in cycling equipment. Almost predominantly. I mean, they may be used in cross-country skiing or 
uh, another kind of, you know, endurance outdoor sport, but really using the name Roubaix is kind of focusing it towards the cycling industry. So, yeah, I mean, it, 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 the term Roubaix it means so much more than, than one bicycle. And, uh, and, and, you know, uh, Frank, I, I will echo him. You know, I, I, I'm a businessman too. I, it's, it's, it's about respecting intellectual property. Um, I, there's, if, you know, if, if we had, uh, if I had done, if I had fully done my due diligence at the beginning and, and I, and I honestly mean that if I, if, if I had done a trademark search as opposed to everything else I had done, uh, you know, and discovered that, you know, I, I, I obviously would have rethought what I was going to do to a degree. I say to a degree because when you read their mark uh, registration, it's it's to bicycles and bicycle parts, uh, and they see bicycle parts specifically. Off the top of my head, uh, I think it's seat post handlebars and something else. But wow. wheels weren't involved. It gets that specific. It gets that specific. Okay. And uh, when I did my research on some other other terminology. Uh, of course, Pave is owned by Specialized in Canada. Um, so right away, my second choice, you know, uh, when you know when all this was happening, I'm like, oh, geez, uh, that would get the same feel. And well, that one's not there. Okay, and uh, but then I went through a whole bunch of others. And for for example, the term Velo itself, um, Velo itself in Canada is marked. However, it's marked for how it is. Uh, how it's designed, how it's displayed, it cannot be it cannot be marked as a word because it means bicycle. You know, our you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's closely you know, you know it's closely uh, related to bicycles and, and bicycling. So they can't use. No one can trademark velo. They can trademark how they use velo, um, but but they can't trademark it. So I mean, I've become a bit of a layman in this trademark stuff. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's even through all this, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't wash. It's a really, really weak mark. Um, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, um, that's, it, it's a weak mark and they, I, I'm sure specialized knows that it's a weak mark. Um, and the, you know, where, where the, where the reality kind of comes in is they're the ones that can afford to fight this and they're, they're the ones with the big stick. Um, and so it doesn't really matter who's right. And that's where this is so totally unfair is I think any, any court would rule in your favor. Um, at least, you know, all the, like you say, all the laymen that seem to be coming to the, coming to this, uh, to this whole case seem to agree with you. Um, but you don't have the big stick, and that's why it's so totally unfair and, and why it makes all of us so angry and so sad. Well, I, I recall reading an article just recently about now that I you know came across this and what's going on with Dan's, Dan's situation. Um, Stumptown um, in Portland creates a, it's a brand of cyclocross bikes, and they have been approached by Specialized in the same way because of the use of the word stump. Um, be, you know, now, <laughs> yeah, mind you, Stumptown Coffee, Stumptown is all over the town of Portland. And I was going to ask Dan originally if it was a specifically Canadian issue. And it doesn't sound like it's even close to that. It sounds like it's, you know, as, and I jokingly said, every time a Frenchman yells, Allez, are they going to have to pay specialize a buck? 
<laughs> if if I make the varsity team, do I have to pay Schwinn? You know, are, are we getting out of control here? Is are we trying to gain ownership over terminology that should be universal? Frank, if you had a a gap between Velo and Minotti, would you now be in trouble for using the word Velo? Although Dan just said Velo isn't out there. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's crazy. It's it's totally crazy. Um, I think so. I, I I owned a website called um, Control Freak way back in the <laughs> late '90s. Um, you know, and and I, you know, it was it wasn't anything I was very serious about. But um, sell that one the special kind of thing. You know, a, a guy sent me a cease and desist and he had a software company or art or graphic design company, something like that called control freak. And mine was a, was an art collaboration uh, website. Um, you know, and he was, he was like, I've, I've control freak and you're (laughs) infringing on me. And, and we were close enough. We were, they were both having to do with artwork. Um, so he was close enough and he was right. And I just shut the site down and I, Tried rebranding it as Control Geek, and that just never worked, and I just shut it down. But did, did he also crazy. own Irony dot com because he's a control freak trying to shut you down? Yeah, seriously, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in that case, he was. You know, we were doing pretty much the same thing and, and operating under the same name, and he he was using it first, and so that was you know yeah. as disappointing as it was. That was fair, Dan Even with. With Stumptown and, and, and with Cafe Roubaix, there's just nothing anywhere close to that. Yeah. Dan, what's the, what's the response been like? Uh, <laughs> overwhelming. Uh, uh, we, uh, I've, I've got, I've got uh, on my, on my, I can't, I, I can't look at my phone anymore. It just doesn't stop vibrating. Um, <laughs> You know, every 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 tweet that happens, uh, every every t- T-shirt sale that happens, uh, every email I get, every update, uh, it's, I've missed phone calls on it because I've got it on vibrate now, and uh, it just it just it's constantly vibrating. So it has been outstanding. It has been heartwarming. Um, greatly appreciated, and and I've used it a couple ter- the term a couple times. On the few posts that we've made since this fall began, it's been it's been humbling too. I mean, you know, here I am, you know, just some schmo turning wrenches above an ice cream <laughs> shop, selling a couple wheels once in a while. I mean, yeah, we deal in you know high end bikes, but but yeah, I mean, to get this type of response, yeah, I I know a lot of it is is focused not so much love for me, but maybe distaste for somebody else. Um, but yeah, no, it's been fa- fantastic all around the world. Um, it's, it's hard to fathom, uh, when you go from about well, 500 likes on a Facebook ba- Facebook page to, I think we're at about 9,000 now Wow! and it's been 20, you know, you know, it's been the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. Yeah, exactly. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I, I've got, I, I'm looking at my phone and I got 2,100 email oh, and wow. I got 2,100 email. How do you, I can't answer that. That's it's, there's so many people that, uh, you know, you know, every, everything from stick it to the man to, we support you, um, keep fighting or to, you know, do you have this size of t-shirt? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. so, and, and, and obviously, you know, I mean, if a name pops up, it looks like it's, uh, familiar, 
I go in there, I, I say hi, who is this? If I if I'm, you know, I mean my memory isn't like it used to be. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's been it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. I've seen I've even seen some uh, some jump start or whatever the the f- term is. I'm I'm not up to speed on it. And people trying to just flat out raise funds for for your legal fees. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um... I will say only one, uh, and it was a professional in the industry in the Portland area, um, called me up and he said, look, uh, before we, we do anything like this, we want to let you know we're doing it. I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh, and I said, I said, well, <laughs> of course, the, the answer from me most of the time is let me talk to my lawyer first. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, well, that's all fine and dandy, uh, but it will be definitely at arm's length. We have like Cafe Roubaix, my wife and I, and uh, you know, we have no management of it whatsoever. It's uh, completely on someone else to do for us. I don't get me wrong. I'm extremely thankful that people want to do this for me. Um, I did. I, I caught wind of one of the efforts. Who'd I lose? do look on there i found one and i think it's based out of uh australia and yeah i've got some followers well okay before this weekend i did have a couple followers and i do have a couple friends in australia uh personal friends but nothing where i would expect anything like that so so yeah no the 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 response has been mind-blowing um people want to you know that's a lot of the time. A lot of the time, people are you know messaging, "Hey, where can I donate money?" And that I'm like, "Look, you know, I'm 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 doing it as a businessman, so buy a t-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't worry, we're not going to run out because our, our 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 t-shirt provider has got an email waiting for him, and he's probably going to faint. But, <laughs> but no, it's 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 no, it's been fantastic. It's been you know. Frank, what's the draw been like uh, since you guys posted that up on Velmanati? Well, I've just been I've just been thrilled to see, uh, you know, there have been a couple times where um... there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, we, we, we're, we're taking the piss all the time on Blumenati. You know, we're just joking around and having fun um, and trying not to take things too seriously. And on the few occasions when we do take, take things seriously, uh, like in this case, the response is always really incredibly strong. Um, and it's, you know, uh, to echo a lot of what, what Dan was just saying, 
um, it's really heartwarming. You know, it's, it's, you know, you feel kind of like a proud papa to, to see um, people come together and, and it's not just the Velominati community. It's the, it's the entire cycling community across the board um, to see all of us unite together against something that so, so obviously feels unfair to us. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible. This is why we do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, what do you guys think? Do you see, uh, can we look into the future? Can we see something where, um, the, is, is Scrooge going to realize the error of his ways and suddenly realize, oh my gosh, I've been doing these things poorly. Um, and next thing we know, five years from now, Cafe Roubaix is a proud distributor of specialized bicycles. No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That was not funny. But, um, you know, is, <laughs> do we see any kind of a, of a peace treaty being handed out here in the near future? What do you, th- I mean, what do we think? I'll, I'll answer before Dan does. Because- okay. And, and maybe maybe Dan shouldn't answer. Yeah, he might not need to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I think I'm far enough removed here that it's safe for me to voice my completely uninformed opinion. But um, you know, I I think um, I you know I, from my perspective, and I don't want to speak for Dan, but it seems to me like if they just drop the suit and apologize and you know do something really nice for Dan. Um, all would be fine with the world. You know, it's people make, make mistakes. And I have a feeling that these are some clerks in a law office um, and maybe not the founders of the company that are making these decisions. Um, and when it gets brought up to the right levels, maybe things will, you know, maybe somebody will say, hold on a second. This doesn't seem, doesn't seem quite right. So my undying belief in people's good nature um, says to me that they can probably make this right and that they can probably turn around and fix this, um, you know, not very difficultly. You know, this isn't a very hard problem to solve. You know, you, you just, they've caused some damage, but you can, you can repair that by doing something good. Um, so that's, that's my hope. And it seems to me like, you know, some of the comments that I'm seeing floating around sound, you know, sound the same, you know, they're saying, Hey, unless they reverse their position on this, I'm never going to buy another specialized product. But I think that's the right position. I don't think we need to have a global boycott against specialized forever. And I'm, to be honest, I'm not a big specialized fan. Um, you know, I, I haven't owned a product, a specialized product since 1993. But um, you know, we don't have to have a, like a global boycott because somebody made a mistake. Um, I think they just need to make it right. Yeah, yeah. Dan, any comment without getting in trouble? Um, we're, we're open. Okay. We're, uh, uh, we're willing to talk. So. All right. That's, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Well, Dan, first of all, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I think you, you, we found out about this interview about, well, we've been on for about 15 minutes and I think you found out about 18 minutes ago that we were going to do this. Um, do you have more time to hang on and, and stick around? We're going to talk about some far more lighthearted stuff. If you're, if you're up for it. Oh, well, good. I'm full of, full of opinions. Okay. Full of shit is what gets you into the show. So we're, we're good. So, uh, you know, I just, uh, and in fact, Frank, I wanted to kind of touch base, uh, man, I haven't talked to you for those, you know, for the listeners of the show you've been on, I think this is the trifecta or this is at least that, isn't it by now? At least. I yeah. think. I'm going to have to start Before giving you billing. Time, probably. I'm going to have to start giving you billing on the show. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, so what's going on over there, man? What do you guys got happening? Because, you know, other 
rather than you know boatloads of snark and uh, plenty of of what most people would categorize as elitist, um, uh, and I'm busting your balls, you're not elitist. But um, what's what's happening over there? Okay, first of all, last time I spoke with you, I think you were trying an hour record. You were, um, we were talking I about. Ne- I never tried an hour record. I tried riding a track bike no. on a track for an hour. It's an hour record. It's like an hour that. record. It's an hour record. I'm calling. That's what I'm calling. God, that was sad looking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I forget exactly how 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 poorly fitting that bicycle was, but it was you know, like something like seven centimeters too too short on the seat height. And you look like four. the Wicked Witch of the West. Talking about a monkey fucking a basketball, you know. Well, we we t- we, I, we didn't get to find out how that went. We didn't get to find out how uh, how things were going. The rules had been released to a degree, you know, at least you know as, as far as European countries have gone and things like that. The book seems to be doing pretty well. And um, you know, how are things? What's up over there? It's 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 crazy, um, you know. And and uh, we you know we've never really tried to do anything like this before, like writing a book or, you know, and I've never done anything like that. And it's, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. And, uh, the book came out in the UK and it's been, you know, it's been, I don't know what the publisher expected. You know, I have no idea if they, if they expected it to be the number one, you know, bestseller or what, but we're psyched with how well it's doing. You know, it seems like it's bringing a lot of people into the fold. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's finding more people, that are, you know, that all that, that have a screw loose and, and love cycling, um, you know, which is, which is what we're looking for. Um, you know, it's, a, so it's really great. It's, it's been really popular in the UK. Um, you know, it's, it's the weirdest thing because I, you know, I, I bought, what was it? What I, oh, just recently I, I, I bought a copy of, or uh, an old copy of Greg LeMond's book that he wrote the complete guide to bicycling. It's sitting right beside day. me. I kid you not. Oh, it's sitting, oh, I'm good. looking at it right now. I had one as a kid and I, you know, I lost it somehow. And, and so I, you know, I just, you know, somebody tweeted about it. And so I was like, Oh shit, that's right. I used to have that book. So I went and I, I bought it and, um, you know, and it was like the next day I got an email from Amazon that said, you know, people who bought this book also bought these books and the rules was, right in there, you know, and, and I think it was the writer and the rules were, were right there. And it was like, holy shit, you know, my book is being, our book is being listed along with, with everybody else's. So it's, wow. you know, it's really, really ridiculous to see that. Uh, it's really exciting. And then we got a U.S. publisher on board. Um, the book comes out in the United States uh, officially in April. Ooh. Um, yeah. So we're psyched about that. We have, um, we have some new rules to add. Um, there's a, very high likelihood of something very exciting being added to it as well that I shouldn't uh, shouldn't talk about, but that we're super psyched about. Um, Does it have to do with EPO? <laughs> it has nothing to do with EPO. Yeah, Lance Armstrong's writing the foreword. He's uh, <laughs> he's, he's got some spare time. So. <laughs> um, Why not? So uh, you know, but um, you know, so we're, we're really psyched, and it, it's been a lot of work actually just to get that stuff um, up. The paperback in the UK is coming out uh, later in the spring. Um, you know, so it's it's just it's just really cool. It's it's fun to go through this process and and you know, get a book. And somebody the other day told me, you know, they're like, "Oh, the book is almost three hundred, you know, three hundred words. How how do you how do you write so much? You know? <laughs> three hundred pages. Sorry, how do you write so <laughs> I like three hundred words better. Yeah. <laughs> I had lots of pictures. Pages, how do you how do you do so much? And it's like, well, 
Um, you take a really long time to say cycling rules, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically like you're just really inconcise. <laughs> so, oh man. Oh, so uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little pissed that the Brits get the uh, paperback version before I do because you know I'm I'm the kind of guy who'd walk around with it in his back pocket. You know, like the guy who shot Lennon. You know, I'd, I'd be the guy who's chasing around um, triathletes with their arrow helmets on and their sleeveless jerseys, and I'd be saying, hey, "Look at this, this." You know, and the guy, I would love that. Because, but I'm, oh, I guess I'll deal with a hard copy. So in April is when it's coming out, but it's going to have more, more stuff, a few more rules and some some new content. Um, we've also. Rewritten some sections that we thought were a little bit clumsy, um, and we most importantly took out all the mistakes, or at least a lot of the mistakes, the, the ones we knew about. One it was actually it was really kind. This this guy on if you go to the Amazon rules thing um, or the the reviews for the books, it's like most of you know most of them are are, are pretty flattering. But <laughs> there's one guy on there who just he just put a bullseye on my back and just pinned everything that's wrong with the world on me. And uh, <laughs> like he detailed, he did us a huge favor. He detailed every single mistake in the book. Like, you know, like, you know, like detailed it, like on this page in this paragraph, they say this and, wow. you know, and it's like, cool. So we just copied and pasted Thanks, that man. into an email, sent it to the editor and was like, Hey, we're going to want to fix yeah. these. <laughs> How are things in your mom's basement? <laughs> really? Somebody's going to go through and take it. Wow. Okay. You know, I really loved War and Peace, but um, I'd have done it this way. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, cool. Well, that's... He, was, yeah, he was pissed off that we weren't, like, writers for The Keep or something. He's like, yeah. it's just some dipshit. In the... <laughs> There's a bunch of idiots in the, in the U.S. And, and New Zealand. And you know what like... else? We should add some about rearview mirrors. Yeah, let's add that. You know, and that's, that's how it all came together. Let's not lie. So, uh, uh, gentlemen, I have a couple headlines that I'd like to ask your opinions on. Um, and you, if you if you feel you cannot respond on the basis that it might hurt your, you know, credibility in the sport, <laughs> I completely understand. I luckily have none of that. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, no problem. well, Dan might. Yeah, Dan, Dan might. might. He's, he's got uh, he's Dan got might. customers. I, I don't know if you've ever seen any of our. Uh... Posts or tweets before this weekend? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're safe. Um, okay, so I'm taking. Str- we're going straight from the headlines uh, tonight on the show here, um, and I'm I'm talking about the Lance versus Betsy trial that's going on right now. Okay, um, Lance on his um, what is the reconciliation tour? All right. Yep. So I know we shouldn't talk about Farmstrong all the time, but here we are. We're back on Lance um, and his recent encounters with Mr. Clean, Christophe Bassand, uh, who recently, you know, who he had a meeting with. He met with him and he met with M.O. O'Reilly, a previous um, uh, masseur. And he's going on all these on this uh, very large, almost it seems like an apologetic kind of a tour. He's going around talking to all these people. Have you are you guys both up to speed on all this kind of stuff? Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I read Betsy's. Uh... Yeah. Op-ed. Uh, it was a couple days ago there. Yeah, on crankpunk.com. Yeah. I'm going to give yeah, them credit exactly. because they were the ones who released it. And um, I, I, Lance was quoted in The Guardian as saying, if someday my son was wearing the yellow jersey and I saw him talking to Bessons the way I did, I would have a long, long conversation with him. It's one of the episodes of my life that I regret the most. Um, 
any initial thoughts on what's going on in Lance's head? I, I don't Master's mind who starts. Masters Triathlon. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Frank? I'm going to have a much less concise comment than that. Um, you know, I think um, in accordance with being able to write a book. Yeah. Um, so, no, but he um, – I we raised chickens, um, and one of my chickens was I can't wait to hear where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Check it out. This is going to be awesome. So – so um, one of my chickens had a problem. I can't remember what the problem was, but I, I went to the guy that, down at the Grinch who sold me the chickens, and I was like, what the fuck is going on with my chicken, man? <laughs> and he looked at me, and I think I asked him why my chicken was doing something or other, and he looks at me for a minute, and he's like, you're asking me to speculate on the motivations of a chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is, you know, you're asking me to, to, to speculate on the motivations of a sociopath. Oh, I mean, yeah. the, the guy just wants to, you know, I, he wants to race, obviously, but it's all just about Lance. Um, I don't think he has any desire to reconcile with any of these people. And I think if you read the dialogue between Armstrong and Basson, it was, um, you know, pretty disingenuous from the quotes that I'm reading, at least the way that I'm interpreting them. And that might not be how they're meant, but, uh, you know, I don't think he's after anything other than, restoring some sort of credibility. Um, he feels like a victim, which is totally ridiculous. And um, he's just trying to dig his way out of this hole however he can. And I think he might have fired all of his PR staff or they left because he didn't seem to be doing as well with that whole thing as he was back when he was racing. Much more, acti- much more active on Twitter than I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So now, how about the okay? What what do you think Lance's chances are of gaining some reconciliation? And my other thing is, there's something beyond this. Is he going for something more more than wanting to race again to be competitive again? Is there some sort of a uh, help? God help us, political aspiration beyond this? Uh, yeah, because uh, as Frank said, he's a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, textbook. So, yeah. I, I hear there's a, there's an opening in Toronto that he could probably. <laughs> um, I, I mean, he'd have to go up against Seiko, I hear, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think that uh, Armstrong's issue is that uh, yeah, he can't see beyond he can't see beyond his nose and. Uh, he, he, I mean, for a focused dude, uh, you know, uh, he, he's just missing something. And that's, you know, you know, apathy. I, I mean, uh, empathy, pardon me. Apathy, he's got yeah. lots of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I also think that uh, that uh, if he had been properly brought, I mean, if uh, USADA uh, did not invite him in to the, uh, to, uh, to the, um, Whatever you want to call it, the report, the uh, inner and, sanctum. And, yeah, if they if they had invited him as they had invited the other guys, um, you know, maybe he would have went. Maybe he would have said, "Yeah, the jig is up. Uh, I'm going to spill my beans uh, if, as much as he's going to." Um, uh, but and and you know, gotten off with uh, something a lot less. Uh, you know, does he deserve? to have the lifetime ban? I'm not convinced. Now, mm. he was a bully, and 
believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing that. So You're up to your I mean, elbows I, and bullies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but at, at some point you got to, you know, justice across the board, uh, you know, you know, I mean, he's getting beaten up, beaten up in the, you know, he, he, he hasn't been popular since his comeback. Come on, let's be honest. Uh, and, and I mean, he's been popular, but, you know, with, with diehard cycling fans, yeah, he, he wants to do triathlons or whatever he wants to do and then get elected. Yeah, Texas or whatever it is, but well, I don't, I don't know if he's. I, I think it's actually working. I don't know if you guys uh, were privy to uh, the Conan O'Brien show just recently, where comedian Bill Burr was on. Bill Burr was speaking about him, and uh, and I have the transcript of his comment commentary here. You know, if, if that guy was working for a comp- corporation, he would have been pouring stuff in the water supply, doing God knows what. Just and he says he goes on. Just keep him on the bike, go up and down the hill. He's not hurting anybody. He isn't. Uh, top twenty guys like all tested positive for roids. Uh, so I wrote it up. Our roided guy beat your roided up guy, and the guy that's running the filthy sport is sitting there doing this. Absolutely, it's ridiculous. He doesn't represent cycling. Are they going to return all the money that they made off this guy? Are they going to turn in their yachts? They're not going to do it. So I mean, Bill. He, he kind of has a good point, I guess, you know, and, and, but it's, it's still the fact that cycling is coming up in these terms. Lance has, and I, I also went to research that Lance, ha- there are three or four movie deals working on right yeah. now telling the story of Lance. One of them is tied with Dustin Hoffman. Um, Chris O'Dowd, um, Irish actor, playing for playing the lead role. I've seen uh, production photos. It, it, it's not going away. Come on! What are we? I mean, is 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 it working for him? I I guess is my question. Even though I don't know if that's an actual question, it's more rhetorical. Is, is he going to get? I don't. I'm I'm not clear um, whether those are just movies about him or if he's somehow. Well, one getting, of them's... like I think I, my understanding was that that these movies were you know the working title is Armstrong was a dick yeah it know? more or less is but is there is there such thing as a as bad publicity i mean one of them's off of david walsh's book uh seven right. deadly sins seven yeah um and you know i it's i don't know you know jj uh, abrams has his productions behind another one called cycle of lies the fall of lance armstrong is yeah, and then there's another one, uh, Red Blooded American, where Bradley Cooper, <laughs> Bradley Cooper is listed to play Tyler Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, we're all gonna, yeah, you know, we're all gonna have great cycling movies. Are, are any of you guys gonna go see any of these? Hell yeah! I'm gonna see <laughs> one of those. Every yeah. watch them all. <laughs> drunk, but uh, drunk, <laughs> drunk. Drunk, angry, and it's my uh, it's my professional oblig- obligation yeah. to go see those. Yeah. I'm not going unless my hematocrit levels above fifty. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. I want to I want to point something out though, um, just as a you know, without being too pedantic, but um, unless you know something I don't, uh, he was invited to those USADA sessions, yeah. and just totally refused to participate. Maybe they didn't communicate that in Canada. Um, but, but he, yeah, he just, he turned him down. And actually I just read Wheelman, which was a, it's a book by the, um, two journalists from the Wall Street Journal. And it's really phenomenal. Um, you know, they go into detail really on, on a lot of that stuff. Um, 
and it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. I mean, the the guy has some serious social issues, you know. Yeah. Which yeah. you feel bad for the guy. You got to feel bad for him on, on some level, you know, because he's obviously he doesn't know how to cope, you know, in the world. Um, he found one really good way to cope. Um, <laughs> rhymes with dope, but you know, it, it, <laughs> but it's um, you know, outside of that, you know, he's kind of just a, a lost person, and that's that's never fun. I mean, someone dropped off uh, Wheelman for me, and uh, uh, when I was going to have some spare time in the shop this winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, not anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of the ones that I haven't I haven't uh, gotten into yet. Um, uh, I, I'm just saying that my understanding was that he was invited, but not everything was on the table. And now that's coming from Lance's camp. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what Tiger said about it, but uh, yeah. I, I, uh. So, so I think I can I can fill in those gaps, and we don't need to go down this rabbit hole because it's yeah, so no, important. That, but, but, but just real. So he he was he was offered the same deal as everybody else initially, and he said he just said fuck that. Yeah. Um, and then later, after I think it was actually after the judgment came out, or maybe it was it was when he knew what was in the judgment, and, and um, it hadn't come out yet. I'm not. Sure, I can't remember exactly, but. It was much later on, uh, you know, basically after the books were closed on the whole deal, um, he came back and he said, I want the same deal as those guys to give my confession. <laughs> it was after the U.S., so it was, it was just before Oprah. Um, oh, okay. And he, he said he wanted to come back in and get the same deal, and, and the guys were like, you know. Um, uh, Not so well, much. They, they, Jeff, Jeff Nowitzki uh, was basically like, yeah, you know what, you had your chance, and you're not going to get that now. So no. Armstrong's camp. I'm guessing is spinning that side of the story, not not the fact that he was actually invited initially. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense to me. Yeah. So um, before I get on to the much more upbeat stuff to close with, um, <laughs> thoughts on Betsy Andreo? Um, is she? I mean, I'm, I I used to host a show with Frankie, and I, I got to know Frankie pretty well. Great, really good guy, really personable guy. Um, and Betsy is a She's an upset woman, and I, I guess I can understand where she's coming from. I mean, and you hear a lot of differing opinions based upon Betsy, depending on, I guess, what side of the Lance table you're on. Um, you guys' opinions, is she just a, a woman with a grudge, or is she a leader in some of this? Dan, go first. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I have my opinions of Betsy. Uh, I'll, you know... Um, you can keep I it clean. Stu- I couldn't stomach what happened uh, to her and Frankie. Uh, you know, we're still there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I uh, they, you know, the treatment that Frankie and uh, Betsy got. I mean, Betsy was the one that, uh, you know, uh, Frankie was trying to, you know, salvage any post, post-riding career that he could, uh, understandably. But meanwhile, his wife is getting you know, yeah. uh, beaten. So, uh, it, it, I'm at Betsy's camp, you know, uh, yeah. she, you know, she, she, you know, yeah, she's got a grudge, but she's got a reason to have a grudge. And yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Frank. Yeah. I think the, the same thing. I mean, she, she comes across to me as, I don't know her. Um, but she comes across to me as, as being very, very bitter. Um, you know, and, and that's, very, very understandable. Um, it's that 
uh, that attitude isn't my favorite attitude um, to have personally. Um, but I can completely understand it, and I would probably be very bitter myself in her shoes. Um, you know, she got dealt a really, really severely bad blow by a guy who's a who's a sociopath, like yeah. we've said. Um, you know, and so you, you can't help but but be on her side. I mean, um, definitely. Very, yeah. And powerful sociopath too. It's I mean you, the yeah, the amount of enthusiasm behind him and and to have the the guts to go up against something like that. I mean I you know I I again I I'm in the same boat. I have never met Betsy. I don't know Betsy. I see her as a very upset person, and I guess I can justify it. I guess I can see where it's coming from. I'm I'm impressed that their marriage has stayed together this well. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my yeah, wife yeah. my wife would have um, kicked me in the head and the balls yeah. <laughs> repeatedly. But it's yeah, and, it's and she'd a, kick Lance know. in the ball. Sorry, I had to make a testicle joke. <laughs> had to say it. Had to say it. Um, I had to. To, to. to your point about how strong how strong a sociopath he was, he took America's greatest cyclist ever down. Yeah. And in yeah. Gorgon, and Frankie Andreo and Betsy Andreo were nowhere close to that. You know, so it was yeah. like they were just like ants. He he took down fucking King Kong. Yeah. Um, he was that powerful. So. Unbelievable. Yeah. And 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 for me, that was the one that I, man. I mean, uh, nothing that came out in in anything, whether it be Tyler Tyler's book, the uh, reason, uh, you know, reason decision, whatever. I picked. That's exactly as a fan. I pictured everything that I'm like. Oh, of course. How else are they doing all this? And and the fact that that one guy stood up. Or, well, a lot of people stood up, but one guy, the, the man, the man, stands up and, <laughs> and, and is utterly crushed, um, and and in nasty ways. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah, unforgivable. That that part of it, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I can. Greg's stock is sure rising right now, isn't it? Yeah, as, yeah. sure, dude. Really as well. a shit, the dude's a stunt. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, his website, his Facebook posts are coming every day. I get a new picture of Greg, and I'm like, oh, save, oh, save, oh, I love that one, save, boy. I'm I'm stalking Greg Lamont. <laughs> so you guys, you guys, ready for the fun way to close here? I've I've got my my quick questions. Um, you know, I usually do it twenty questions, but yeah, I've been keeping you guys for a long time, and I know you all need your beauty sleep and. And uh, Dan's got to talk to his lawyer in the morning. So, um, so you guys ready? Um, basically, these are questions that are meant to be just quick, quick, quick. Answer as quickly as you can, and and hopefully they're kind of fun to respond to. You guys cool with it? Yeah. It's kind of a stupid yeah. game. All right. Uh, question number one. Um, we'll we'll go we'll go uh, Dan then Frank. Okay. Um, how many bikes do you have in the house right now? Not in your shop. Fifteen. Oh wow, Frank. Uh, I'm counting. <laughs> uh, about that. Do, do we count, like, rideable bikes? Absolutely. <laughs> they got to be in one I mean, piece. I mean, do we count not rideable bikes, I guess? No, they got to be in one piece. There are various states of disarray. Uh, I have 15, 15? 16, 17. I feel so much better. Okay. Um, I, I'm 17, but that's including my wife and son. So um, uh, question number two, have you ever knowingly violated one of the Villaminati rules? Dan. Yes. Which one do you recall? Oh, which one? Yeah. Oh. Oh. It took me a while to get from uh, <laughs> European posterior satchel. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I occasionally ride without uh, 
without the guns properly properly prepped. Okay. <laughs> Frank, this I'm could potentially uh, be career destroying yeah, right it, here. It's, it's usually they're covered with because it's cold here. But <laughs> <laughs> Frank, um, I really don't violate them. I was going to uh, say so you you'd ha- you couldn't. <laughs> the the one on on some of my bikes I don't cross under uh, the ca- with oh, the cables. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Because it, it doesn't um, in, on some of my bikes. Campy's Campy's a Campy's a sweet sexy lady, and um, <laughs> the cable the cable lines you know they matter. Like I can I can't get my shifting perfect um, on one of my bikes if I cross over. So <laughs> I, I, I had a customer that demanded he change I change it from that. It was properly done, and oh. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> get out of my store. <laughs> <laughs> I was having I was having beers with a buddy who worked in a bike shop, um, and he it's it's funny he said the same thing. A customer came back into a shop like a couple days after buying a bike, just like this bike is breaking the rules. Okay, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I have to admit I I violate the the pump rules every so often. I do have a frame pump, and I'm sorry. Are you riding a classic steel with the? No, it's not a Silka, and it doesn't match the paint job. I have to admit, it's bad, and sometimes it rattles, and it really pisses me off. To be honest, Um, Mm. so no, I'm 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 gonna get I'm gonna fix that, and I'm gonna put one in my back pocket. I promise. Get the get the little design. It's 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 super tiny, really, and you don't even know it's there. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it takes you forty five minutes to fill up a freaking flat, right? It doesn't, dude. Okay, (laughs) sorry. Put your hand up, and the car brings you the tire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I have a car following me everywhere I go. Why don't you? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I do a podcast. I don't own a store or a really wealthy website. (laughs) Um, Next question. Best cycling post-ride beverage? Belgian. Is that a trick question? No, it's – I want specific brands or more makes. Uh, uh. Ninkasi uh, Total Domination IPA. Boom. I was just going to go with a simple Hogarten, but okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, uh, most valued piece of equipment? The bike. Oh, come on. That's too generic. <laughs> uh, um, my, my, uh, my park tool um, uh, spoke wrench. <laughs> you I, must... Yeah. Right. He had a lot of rocks. I can't build a, I, I can't build a wheel without it. Oh, I, I okay. have to start off every build with it. So. Professional realm. Okay, professional yeah. realm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank? Such a tough call. I think um, the piece of equipment that I got that changed my cycling the most were my Bont shoes, um, just because I had foot problems I've heard my about entire Bont. life. Yeah. Um, and then when I switched to those shoes, like they just all went away. I've heard a lot of Bont people. People are into that. Once you go there, you never go back. I'm not going back. All right. All right. Uh, dream bike. Go. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> if, if you say anything with the word R in it, I mean the letter R in it, I'm driving to Canada right now. <laughs> the, the, the heartbreaking part of this is that Dan secretly wanted a specialized Roubaix. <laughs> 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 <Dying to Rube. laughs> yeah. I well, smell out of court settlement. Yeah, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I ride a, 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 a Durace equipped uh, Bond, Ch- uh, Cipollini Bond. No. Oh. Um, uh, and with the uh, Mike tubulars. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, and that's just a demo bike in the shop. I mean, you know. Oh. Yeah, so, crap, man. How do, I, how do I, you know. Um, Oh, oh, uh, Super Corsa from Ch- uh, Ch- Chinelli, the beautiful chrome lugs. Now we're and talking. And Testarossa Red. Yeah, come on. Now, now we're on. talking. Yeah. yeah. Frank? Um, as far as an actual bike that I would ride a lot. Um, <laughs> well, that's I, the idea. I, I don't know how to top the top my number one, um, my Velaforma Strat IR. Um, yeah. You know, that thing is just, and I love the old Campy 10-speed, which is what I have on it. Um <laughs> You know, it, it's um, that to me is just it's Dan. I've got a problem with the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> They're not made. <laughs> yes, we could talk about the uh, design. We we were working on a wheel design, and then Dan's like, "Ah, uh, Frank, um, I, I don't think we can still use Cafe Roubaix." So, like, you know, hundreds of hours of design work got through flushed down the toilet. But. Oh, um, yeah, so so that bike could be improved by having the wheels that, that Dan and I are working on, but um, with the orange hubs and the custom paint job. But uh, I think if I had a dream bike, it would be a, a you know a Eddie Merrick's MX Leader with um, Campy Costume, and not because Costume was actually a good group, but just because it's the sexiest name that's ever been given to a bike part. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, uh, greatest cyclist other than Merckx? Devlamic. Frank? Mariana Voss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> when when you didn't say that, I was like, oh, he's going to slap himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dumbest product ever invented for cycling? Biopace. <laughs> Thank you. You took mine. Oh, sorry. No, that's good. Road disc wheels. <laughs> really? <laughs> Road disc brakes. Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh, disc brakes. Road disc yeah. wheels. I'm like, shit. Um, <laughs> Mr. Lamont might have a problem with that. <laughs> what would you rather do, a year in jail or five years on a fixie? Ooh. Uh, I, I'm a track guy, so five years yeah. on a fixie. Okay. I'll ride five years on a, trixie, on a fixie. It's still riding a bike. What would you rather wear, neon jackets and a third-eye mirror or sleeveless jerseys and arrow helmets? Oh, man. Uh, uh, Chippo wore sleeve. Well, yeah. He so did. I go sleeveless just because. Okay, okay. Can't do a mirror. Frank? I don't, I don't, I don't have, um, I don't have the body for sleeveless. Um, <laughs> I, would, find a, I would find a way to make a, a fluorescent jacket um, and a mirror look good. <laughs> okay. I don't. I would love to see that. In all honesty, I would. I would love to see that. I could do it. I'm sure I could do it. Okay, I have three more. Uh, number one, best reaction to a car cutting you off and flipping you the bird. What is your reaction? What was my reaction? Yes, your best reaction. reaction. What would be your best reaction today if a car cut you off and flipped you the oh, finger? Oh, I'd be throwing my frozen water bottle at it. Oh, good. Oh, Canadian trick there. Nice. Although it is cold here. <laughs> Studio is like four degrees right now. <laughs> the uh, For me, for me, um, I found the. Uh, this is going to sound just so totally lame, but I found the best reaction to that is to 
pull up to them at the next light and um, calmly point out to them how they could have fucked me in their own lives by <laughs> killing a person. Oh, that's actually, wow. Oh, that, that's, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank yeah. you. That brought the whole conversation <laughs> down. I'm, I'm really depressed now. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, um, <laughs> so William, when we were on Keeper's Tour in uh, 2012, William, like, this car comes around the corner on these tiny Belgian roads. I mean, you can't call them a road. They're like closet doors, you know, yeah. like a series of closet doors. And, like, you're coming down this thing, and this car is coming, and William just, he was already mad, and he, like, that bottle exploded at the windshield <laughs> over the car. That got us off. Was, he's got quite an arm and quite a temper. <laughs> oh, God. All right, two more. Uh, dumbest pro kit ever in the history of cycling. Worst pro kit. Uh, you know, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, retirement shack. Yeah. <laughs> Hands <laughs> down. Oh, awful. awful. Which one? Which version? Wrong. wrong. Oh, no. Uh oh, Frank's getting angry. What's wrong? What's the worst one? Astana, come on. Oh, Seriously. Yeah. The lime green, turquoise, whatever, like unitard? Come on. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you guys remember uh, Le Groupement? Yeah. That was a pretty bad kit. That was pretty bad. And I got to say, even though everybody loved it at the time, the Zed kit was pretty bad. No offense to Lamont. I I didn't like... Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. It it wasn't good until 1990 when Lamont started wearing it. And that's actually... (laughs) You can prove that scientifically by looking at the 1989 Tour de France, which I just did last night, and then looking at the 90. Um, And the design changed just enough to go from suck to cool. It it just did. (laughs) That's because the world championship stripes were on it. (laughs) (laughs) Even the other guys, though. And that's that's science right there. It went from suck to cool. All right, you guys ready? Last question of the show. Complete the following quote. I would be a hell of a lot faster if I only blank. I pushed my plate away and didn't drink so much beer. <laughs> Agreed. I, I, my shop is above an ice cream store. <laughs> and, and next to them is a pie shop. <laughs> we'll see the fat guy. He'll set you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frankie. The, the bar's been set high. Uh, the bar has been set high. I think if I could just grow some guns. It's it's uh, you're uh, you're dealing with upper body problems. No lower bodies. What, what guns body are you problems? talking about? I was talking about my guns that I carry around. They're licensed in thirty states. <laughs> all these. No, if I could girls. if I could grow some leg cannons, I'd be a lot a lot better. But I've got these skinny, useless things. <laughs> those Piss go, me off. Those go uphill faster than mine do. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me what I could do to go faster, not to go faster than you. No, you are. <laughs> I guarantee you're faster than me. Are you kidding me? I have no idea. Yeah, I've well. seen some pretty badass pictures of you walking a cyclocross bike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know you could get on it. <laughs> Nobody told me, let alone that all my years of cycling would show that I actually cannot corner. <laughs> Holy shit! It's horrible. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's the one downside of my of my uh, 
font cyclocross shoes is that they're you know they're basically the road shoes but with like some rubber dops on the bottom <laughs> exactly. and it's like anytime you're off running it's like what <laughs> the guys at the bond shop are like guy wants a cross shoes huh shit put some get some freaking spackle on it and call it good man exactly problem solved three hundred dollars please <laughs> dumb shit Wait, you're not riding <laughs> yeah, exactly oh my god well the- not to give more Greg LeMond love, but Greg LeMond rode the Shimamagon, which is a, a mountain bike race, on his time pedals with his road shoes. Oh, man. In you 1990. Know. And, and one, of course. Yeah. God. <laughs> and he's still our only Tour de France winner. Yes. Asterisk. Without an asterisk, right? Without one. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah I still want him to reinstate Floyd. Um <laughs> You know what, you guys, this was kind of impromptu and last minute. Frank and I have been talking about I think you and I think, Frank, I'm going to bust your balls for a second here because I love your Facebook comments. It's like, hey, let's do a show this Saturday. And then I don't hear from you for four weeks. And it's like, when are we going to do this? What the hell? So um, I want to thank both of you guys. And Dan had no idea what he was getting into. No idea. No, and um, and and I hope I hope it was enjoyable for you. I'll make it all sound good on the other end. I promise. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said no editing. No, I'm not. I'm just going to put some nice music behind it. <laughs> You're going to put some nice music in place of it. Kind of porn music in the background. It's going to sound like somebody's coming in to fix your air conditioning. <laughs> Would you like some lemonade? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the expiration date on this? <laughs> I, I, I have no comment. Uh, <laughs> Frog Strack is from the Velominati. If you have not been there, you have no idea what cycling is about. Dan Richter is the guy who's fighting the fight for all of us. He's getting up there against the bullies, and he's showing them that uh, that uh, the world does not own. The, the purity, I guess we could say, of our sport. I'd like to thank you guys for both being involved with the show uh, tonight. And, um, guys, any any contact information that, um, you know, Frank, when's the book going to be tweaked and, and ready to rock? I uh, don't have a firm date, but it'll be late late April. Okay. And we can all check that out on com. Dan, any way uh, that we can help out the cause and make sure everything goes well? Uh, just... It's been overwhelming. Just keep an ear, keep an ear out. Uh, I mean, this isn't over, uh, and you know, just the goodwill is enough. But uh, you know, buying a T-shirt helps. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking at the logo right now, and I also love the Mercs, uh, the Mercs shirt. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put myself right. down for that one too. That's. I saw that uh, the photo of. Is that in Brooklyn or where? Where is that graffiti? Because it is awesome. It, I, 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 you know, it just doesn't get better than that. Yeah. I pretend to know what I'm talking about, but I, for all I know, it could have been spray painted on my garage. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kids. <laughs> At least they got, they have, they have good skills though. So that's nice. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys for both coming on the show. I can't, uh, it, this has been great. And, uh, you know, for, for everything, Frank, thanks for coming on again. And for Dan, thanks for coming on last minute. Yeah, no, thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it. And yeah, thanks. This, this is always fun. Absolutely. And uh, we will catch you guys soon, be sure. And uh, I guess I guess keep out of trouble, even though that's easier for some of us. 
Hey, Dan, good, good luck. Awesome. Art's behind you indeed. Thanks for Frank. What a great way to send it out. And thanks to Dan. Good luck to Dan. I hope everything goes well. You have been listening to another edition of the Pack Filler Podcast. Be sure and drop us a note anytime. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your thoughts are. Get online and support Dan, by the way. If this is something you believe in, get out there and, and raise your voice, buy a T-shirt, and, and let's show that we, whether our opinions are or not behind Dan, um, let's show that we can support the little guy, the local bike shop, and I, I think that's what's great about what he's doing and everything that's involved there. Contact us, info at packfiller.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We've got a Facebook account, everything like that. And we will talk to you next time. Thanks, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.